Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yo, 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 what's poppin'? You kicking it with the coldest podcast in the land. It's your boy, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo, and you know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog. Yes, sir. What's going on, man? It's your boy, D. Nail, a.k.a. D. Nice, a.k.a. Big Smitty. And where we at again, Bolo? Y'all know we in a place to be, so tell a friend to tell a friend to grab a drink and pull up, because this is The Porch. Let's get it. Started on the porch, that was where it all began. Had to put in work, every day we got it in. We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy, we achieving everything we need. Now we undefeated, if we link, no it's only if we get to speak and leave them speechless I did things for free but now it costs a scene When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me Just don't plot to sneak me I'ma see you, I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated My boy got the Booker Green on today He clean with it though You say we rise, alright We, we headed to the back end of February So I'm always showing love to, you know what I'm saying, the black artists, the black designers, all right, rocking that black merch. I actually picked this up from Target, but HBCU grad did create this merch. So it's always right to support, bro. And I like the green too, bro. So That that green different, bro. I rock with the green, bro. What size you wear again, you said? XL? You know, I I flow between the large and the XL, kind of depend on the quality, you know, the brand, you feel what I'm saying? So the reason I asked, I might have to snatch that, you know, up off of you. I don't know. I might have to borrow that from you. Hey, bro, <laughs> ain't no shame, bro. Look, and look, closed mouths don't get fed, bro. You tell me that you need it, bro, I got you, bro. I, I grew up on hand-me-downs. You know where I'm from. Make it happen, bro. We gonna make it, we gonna make it happen, bro. Ain't nothing changed, bro. Ain't nothing changed. <laughs> Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Head over to the website or use your mobile devices to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's BELIEVE, B L E A V, to get started. And it's not just basketball. Bet Online is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds. Right to the Olympic coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, Bet Online is your number one online wagering destination. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and to play your favorite games. Bet Online, where the game starts. Let's get it. The Porch is presented by Bet Online. Now back to the show. So what's been going on? Yeah, what's, I ain't seen you in two weeks. It's been a minute, bro. You see, y'all listeners out there, y'all can't see this photo. Man, I just got back from Mexico looking like a goddamn Cocoa Puff out here. <laughs> uh, no, nah, the Cocoa Pebble. I'm looking like a damn Cocoa Pebble out here. A damn Reese Puff. My ass up. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just joining in that one with you. What are you talking about? I ain't, you know what I mean? Anyway. <laughs> how was it? How was Mexico, it was though, cool. bro? It was cool. It was cool. It was cool. It was a good vibe, man. Uh, the wife and I went down there uh, with, with, with my company. Good time. It was all inclusive. So, you know, mm. food, drinks, you know, just kicking and having a good time. The weather was up to about 90. You know, at that time, you know, it was probably about 12 to 15 degrees in Indy. You know what I'm saying? About a week or so ago. So it was just a good time to get away, um, getting the sun a little bit, too much sun. But overall, that was a good time, though, man. I'm I'm happy I went. Knocked it off the bucket list. Nah, for sure, bro. Uh, I went to Mexico last year, man. It's definitely a vibe. And I love that all-inclusive, bro. It's damn near dangerous, though. Like, all-inclusive? Like, I was confused at first. when I had to make sure. I'm like... You tell me I can just keep eating and keep drinking like nonstop, like whenever I want crazy, to, bro. It's bro, it's so crazy because when I got back to the crib, I found myself just snacking on some shit like I was at the resort still. You're right. Like, I just feel like you know when you drinking, you drinking, you just got to keep eating and try to absorb that liquor so you don't get too geek. Yeah. And you know, I I get back to the crib. Obviously, I ain't drinking no more, but shit, I'm still snacking though. I'm like, damn, I ain't even, I ain't even on vacation no more. I'm still in here trying to grab chips, popsicles. Just, just smashing. So, but man, look, countdown to thirty is is, is on the on the clock. So I got to get right. You know what I'm saying I'm about to be thirty May first. 
So for my listeners, go ahead and pick me out something nice. Go ahead and let us know. You know, Seamus your boy being dirty. You know, that's it. I'm just trying to let y'all know, man. So I, I'll be expecting something. Uh, he got Cash App. He got Venmo. He got Apple Pay. He got Zelle. He got right, shit. Man. If you just see him around, you see him around the block. He got he accept cash. My, my boy take food stamps, whatever you got. <laughs> no excuses. But my bro, since we own Mexico, bro, mm-hmm. you should have gave me the 411 on the motherfucking lizards, bro. Oh man. Bro, they so silly with it out there, bro. Like how we normally see squirrels and shit out here. It's, that's how we see like lizards and shit out there, bro. Big lizards, small lizards, medium lizards, big ass lizards, just kicking it, bro. Like coming up to the cabana, like wanting to sit down, like they just chilling, like, and everybody just walking past them casually. I'm the only extra one, though, like going all the way around, not even trying to encounter a lizard. Like, right, right. Got your guard up 24 7. Bro, I'm straight, bro. The only type of animal creature I like, bro, is a dog, bro. Cats. Spiders, all that other shit, bro. Snakes, I, I ain't messing with guinea pigs, no rats. I ain't messing with none of that, bro. Give me a dog and I'm cool. Bro, I feel is- you, bro. A snake oh. and a damn gecko. Them big, them lizards be nigga this big. Know. Tail be long as hell. Like, what the hell y'all doing? Is walking around here eating some nachos next to a goddamn lizard. I'm not about to be on that, bro. They really call up on you though. Like, they really like. As if they're just a regular ass pet. Like it's just normal out there. They crawl up on your leg, take your nacho out the damn. I'm like, what you want, bro? I ain't with all that, bro. I'm straight. I'm straight, bro. And one funny thing I thought was cool too. It was kind of weird, but it was cool at the same time. On the resort, bro, they had this guy who was like a bird chaser. And he had this big ass hawk on his arm that was trained. So, like you get all these wild birds that come off the beach and stuff. Obviously, they on the resort, they're trying to pick up food, they just trying to bother people, whatever, whatever. They got this fucking eagle, bro, that's specifically made to scare all the birds off. So when mm. I'm telling you, he got the damn hawk on his arm, bro. And he is like literally throwing the fucking hawk at like birds and shit. Bro, probably one of the scariest things, bro, just because we just sitting there just watching it. He like grabbing the hawk, literally throwing the hawk. Throwing him. Like obviously, like the, the hawk is like landing on his arm and shit, but like the the hawk like knows like when to like go like he just throws that motherfucker like a baseball and the hawk is just soaring but like he ain't, he ain't really like be eating no birds or nothing he just kind of chases the birds away and stuff and he'll like land on like a, a building and then come back and they was just doing that shit all day it kept the birds away though but i'm like i ain't never had no shit like that boy that's the real bird man that's the real like <laughs> that's really cash money out there like <laughs> Yeah, you funny yourself for that. They got the real cash money in Mexico, <laughs> man. That's crazy. <laughs> Motherfucker in there rubbing his hands again like this. Throwing a bird. <laughs> hey, Mexico, Mexico dope, though. Hey, I, I fuck with Mexico the long way. Hey, they be hustling, too, out there. I don't know what part you was. Say that, bro. The service was off the chain, bro. You know, it's all-inclusive, so I'm like, you know, I'm going to tip. You know what I mean? Room service, drinks, whatever. You know, I'm going to, you know, throw a couple dollars here and there, bro. And, hey, bro, they... They, they probably, hey, that's probably in your pockets too, because you ain't never been there before. So you probably, probably was selling you all types of little, them big ass hats, what they call. You know, I'm gullible as hell. Bro, we get off the plane, we get in the customs, bro. Yeah. Bro, it's, it's so chaotic getting there, bro. People trying to grab you left and right. And I'm, bro, I'm so gullible with it, bro. I'm, I'm in here just trying to hear people out. I'm like, they working, so let me listen to them and shit. But they aggressive with it though. Like, where's your money? Like, what's up? Like, we got a, we got a car, take you here, take you there. I'm like, hold on, what are we doing? Like, I ain't no goofy now. <laughs> you ain't about to get over on me. I'm going to listen, but you ain't about to pull a fast one on me. Bro, at the airport, you got to just walk through. Like, you can't even... You, you got tunnel vision, bro. Tunnel bro, like this. How, bro, that's how Jamaica was, bro. Jamaica was like that, too, bro. They was I ain't been there yet. Bro, me and my wife went to Jamaica, bro, for our honeymoon, right? So um, it was this one dude, he was just on the beach and he walked up to us. He had like this little board and he had like a little sketch where he can just like hit the little pencil and it'll just sketch out something on the board. Mm-hmm. Bro, without even saying nothing to us, he was like, what's your name? What's your name? I was like, shit, Brian, my name Brian is Taylor. <laughs> Bro, he just got to writing that shit out and just handed it to me like $10. I'm like, boy, I ain't about to buy that shit. Boy, you just... You just gonna assume you're gonna just write our name on some shit and then talk about ten dollars. You gonna get your ass on. Hey, it's hey. a hustle. I'm like, hey, we might have to start doing that on the porch, bro. Like outside of just recording, me and you get together and just walk up on people. Hey, what's your name? So and so and so and so. Get the uh, 
Ten dollars. Ten dollars. Apple Pay. Uh. <laughs> What's good? <laughs> Scan the barcode. Uh. You know what I mean? Like whatever we got. I like that shit. <laughs> but no, though, I fuck with the traveling though. The traveling ain't cool. I just I'm not a big fan of like just kind of like getting there, like the traveling and mm-hmm. stuff. Like I was, we was about like an hour and a half away from our resort from the airport. So oh. you know, it was a little bit of a drive. So you got to see Mexico a little bit. So I went to Riviera Maya, which is like, um, we got dropped off in Cancun and we went through like Tulum and stuff. Yeah. So it was cool seeing, seeing some of the, some of the buildings and stuff, some of the landmarks and everything. But yeah, that shit exhausting though. I was glad to, you know, get there, come back, you know, in one piece. Cause Mexico don't play, bro. Mexico grimy too, bro. That cut your head off, bro. You go to the wrong place, bro. Make that wrong right, that wrong left. Hell yeah. You know I mean, they ain't playing, boy. They ain't playing with you down there. So. You know where I'm from. I'm from the far east side, though. So I'm pretty much good anywhere I go. I'm good. I, I got plugs in Mexico. I got plugs in I shoot Jamaica. You talked about earlier. Wherever, wherever I need to go, I'm pretty much good, bro. I got people everywhere, bro. Y'all know me, but I'm you, certified. You really, out here, bro. you really plugged in. You plugged in because I ain't I ain't fuck around with the fuck around. I'm a straight line. <laughs> What's up? Hey man, what's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you're online. And with all the threats that hit you hit you in the face today on the internet, it's more important now than ever before to be sure that you have the best VPN that you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. It don't even matter. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection. You ain't got to worry about none of that. And plans start at under $4 per month. So you can't say you ain't got no money. You can't say $4. Everybody got $4 and they bought it right now. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to NordVPN.com slash believe. Or use the code believe. That's B-L-E-A-V to get up to 70% off, that's right, 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Come on, man, NordVPN. Now back to the show. I already know, man. But now that's dope, bro. That's dope, man. I, uh, good, though. I, I need to take me a little trip sometime, sometime soon. But uh, for me, being out here in LA, obviously Super Bowl was out here. Um, fucking nuts. People right, everywhere. No, you know, yeah. LA traffic already crazy. Now it was yeah, like time five. Dub. Got the dub. Motherfucker was bro. Oh yeah. What, what was they on? Tell, like, tell, tell the podcast what they was on after the dub in LA. Bro, I'm downtown with it too. So like after the dub, the police. So look. So from when the Lakers won, like a couple years ago, when the Dodgers won, it was chaos. So the police was already like kind of preparing mm-hmm. themselves for like what was gonna happen, but it really didn't matter. People was right. fooling, bro. They going downtown. Everybody honking their horn. They scream out the window. Go around. Go around. Fuck the Bengals. Fuck Joe Burrow. They driving around. They like no fireworks, man. There was a damn, um, I don't know how it happened, but uh, one of the public like transportation buses in the middle of the street just like stopped. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if the driver got out and left. I don't know what happened, but literally like 50 people climbing on top. They inside, they line off fireworks off the top of the uh off the bus. Me and uh me and my wife, we at the homie house, and where he lives at, he's like right in the mix of everything. So like we trying to leave. It's like um, it's probably like midnight. It ain't crazy late. We trying to leave, head back to our crib, and we down there came and get home because A, there's so many people just everywhere, but then B, the police officers were trying to block off like certain streets for I don't know what the game plan was, but they were blocking off certain streets, and it's like, damn, they're stuck. Like, the place, the street that we're supposed to go down to get home, it's like 20 officers, full-suited, everything, talking about, nope, turn around, turn around. Yeah. And I'm like, well, we can't, we're we trying to get to the crib. We ain't even on that. It, turn around. I'm like, damn. So, you know, I, mean, I, I had to finesse, woo, 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 got through there, got to the <laughs> crib, but it was crazy, though, bro. But it was fun. That whole week was fun. You know, the homies came out here. Shout out to my, to, to my guy, F.A., my boy, S-Day, show them day out here, man. We out here clowning, eating, drinking. You know, we did a little pitch in for the game. Uh, 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 you know, I'll, 
nigga, uh, uh, salsa meat, yeah, salsa, uh, uh, bacon wrap, jalapeno poppers. That was going crazy. Uh, 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 what we had? The, the little uh, uh, rotel dip, barbecue oh, meatballs, guacamole. What? We had margarita. We had banana what? pudding. We had, what? bro, stop playing with me, bro. <laughs> yeah, we, we had a good time, man. So uh, oh, it's finally back at a point where, like, it's a little little bit of, of normalcy now, you know what I'm saying? And nice. I could take a deep breath. And uh yeah, bro. So that's what's up, bro. Now I gotta ask you, uh, because I feel like it's been a minute since we really caught up, bro. Yeah, obviously, you know, Super Bowl, a lot going on in LA, but you had the honor of going to the NFL honors too. Ah, uh, yeah, and, yeah. And I think that's like a bucket list thing for me because I mean, not only are you in a place with some of the best athletes in the world, but like you know, you're in a place where, you know, some of the greatest, you know, athletes are, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. The older, older guys. The OGs. You know, know, so I'm to kind of tell the world what the environment was like. You know, I seen you had to take a picture on the red carpet, you know, my dog doing it big, bro. So, you know, what was that like in in that environment? It was amazing, man. First of all, shout out to my homie Chuck. Uh, We got to get him on the porch at some point. He's the guy I was in in the picture with. He's from the shy. Uh, He didn't want to plug me in, man. I didn't even know I was going. You know, he, he was able to get an extra ticket, you know, hit me up, asked if I, you know, was down with going. So we ended up going, man, and um, it was amazing. So first of all, the award ceremony, the NFL Honors was held at the SoFi Stadium. It wasn't inside the literal, like, where the field is at. But yeah. it's, if you ever go to SoFi, bro, it's like a full damn, like, college campus. There's stuff everywhere. So they have, like, a little theater that's, like, with – within the campus you know what i'm saying so like uh so we pulled up you know you know clean man it's stuff everywhere man they got stuff decked out you seeing i mean you seeing everybody you seeing the 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 the, the names of the names you know what i'm saying is all across the play everybody dressed clean you seeing people in sports media that you see on tv who i've never met all types of obviously the the best of the best nfl players you got some, some entertainers, you know, Taraji was in there, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this, it was, it was just Issa Rae. So it was just dope to just be a part of that, you know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, yeah. something that I, that I watched on TV for years and never in my life thought I would actually be there. You know what I'm saying? Never. The same room. So to be there, bro, it was just like, it was epic. It was one of the moments like, damn, I'm really at the NFL honors right now. You know what I'm saying? So it was cool, bro, to be in that press. Had a great time. Um, and everybody was just having fun. Everybody was clean. You, you saw I came through, bro, with the with the, with the navy blue and the, and the ink, ink song. Yeah, 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 seen yeah. it. I seen it. I had to. We're trying to get like you, bro. You had to come. You hey, you had to come correct. Yeah, man. No, for the I honors, correct, bro. It's the honors. The honors, bro. I was, hey, it's an honor to be there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, That's love, man. Yeah, That's I appreciate love. that. I walked, I walked out there with a couple of uh, awards myself too, so that was cool to go. What they, in there. What they give you, you then? What they yeah. give you? They gave me the flyest nigga in the building award. <laughs> um, they gave me the. Uh, <laughs> they gave me up. They gave me a uh, best upcoming media uh, mogul, and, and then okay, they gave us, crazy. and then they gave us the uh, uh, best sports entertainment podcast uh, award too. I ain't, I, already know. I, want, I, want to, I want to surprise you right now. So there you go. I, say, I must have missed my missed my ticket in the mail. You was in Mexico and shit, so I ain't want to mess you I up. I would have pulled up, you know what I'm saying? So, you got the iguanas and shit. I ain't, you know, I ain't want to mess your vibe I wasn't, up. Yeah, I wasn't trying to kick it with that ass. I must <laughs> much rather kick it with Aaron Rodgers ass. <laughs> Goddamn lizards and iguanas, bro. TJ, TJ Widenil. <laughs> and everything, bro. That's love, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, I mean, let's uh, switch gears a little bit, man, to some some stuff that happened this week uh, with college basketball. I don't know if you guys saw it. I'm sure you have at this point. Jawan Howard, former NBA player, obviously head coach of the Michigan basketball team, uh, got to a little altercation post-game with the uh, Wisconsin uh, uh, head coach. Uh, I think it's Greg Gard, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, basically, a quick little summary of what happened. Michigan was about to lose the game. They're down double double digits with like a minute left. And uh, Coach, uh, yeah, Coach Guard, Greg Guard, Wisconsin head coach, called a timeout with like, you know, under a minute left. And I think Juwan Howard took that as a sign of disrespect. You know, it was like, listen, the game is over. Your team's up. Why are you calling the timeout? Um, I think, you know, in and, and, and Coach Guard's defense, he had his backups in. I think he saw that as a as a coachable moment, but I can understand from Jawan Howard's perspective why he would be upset. So anyway, after the game, you know, everybody's shaking hands, and Coach Howard is going through the line, and he 
damn near don't even make eye contact. Just walks walks past the head coach and was like, "I'm gonna remember that." And then from there, Coach Gore grabbed his arm to try to talk to him. Jawine swiped him off, and it turned to this whole little thing. And long story short, Jawine Howard ended up swinging open hand. I want to say that I don't think it was closed mm-hmm. fist, but open hand kind of swiped at one of the uh, assistant coaches and hit him in his face. So uh, punishments just came out this week. Jawine Howard fined forty thousand dollars and was suspended for five games, which is the rest of the regular season. And then Coach Guard got fined just $10,000. So it's been a lot of back and forth on, like, whose side you on, what was right, what was wrong. Bolo, you're a a coach yourself, coach young man, obviously at the high school level, but still, you know, have to, you know, a leader of men. What's your perspective on just, in general, being a coach, you know, feeling disrespected by maybe the other coach and, like, how how you would have handled the situation just your overall thoughts on that scenario yeah um i mean my opinion uh you know even though i do understand where Jawan came from uh you still a representation of that program right mm-hmm. so you know you hold you hold that program you hold those kids in the highest regard so you got to reflect you know how you want your program to be seen so you know, you think about, you know, Coach Cage, you think about, um, you know, Roy Williams, like the the old in, uh, NC, um, um, North, North Carolina, Carolina, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're supposed to North Carolina. Um, you think about some of the other, like Izzo, like some of those coaches who've been around the game for a long time. They've developed like a poker face um, mm. where no matter what happens, good, bad, or indifferent, they remain even keel. Um and they may be boiling inside, but, you know, from the media, from, you know, us watching on TV, we can never really get a good handle on what their emotions truly are, truly is at that time. And I think that's that's the type of, you know, um, mentality you have to have being at a, a school like, you know, Michigan, being Big Ten, uh, always going to be in the scene. Um, Michigan yeah. is known for their basketball. So, you know, you're always going to be in games like that. And people are always coming and gunning for you. So, you know, for Jawan Howard to, you know, let his frustrations get the best of him was a little, a little, a little bit of a, um, a childish act, I think on his end. Um, obviously we all grown men, uh, at the same time. And, you know, when you, when your emotions get the best of you, sometimes you don't know what'll happen. Right. Uh, but I just think he definitely could have handled that a little bit better. Um, even, even to the point of, you know, obviously he was going to he was getting ready to walk past the coach, you know, show that man some respect, bro. You lost. Shake that man hand. Show your players that you know how to lose. You know what I'm saying? Right. Show them some humility. So um, if I was, you know, Juwan Howard in that situation, I would have just took that L to the chin, you know, shook hands and then went back to the to the locker room, regrouped and try to figure out a way to get better. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Um, I think, yeah, overall, I think there's some wrongdoing on both sides. I would say like Coach yeah. Guard, like don't don't grab me like we ain't cool like that, like regardless of what your intentions were, like, I think his intentions were pure and he wanted to yeah, try right, to de-escalate right. the situation. But regardless, bro, you see, I'm upset. I don't rock with you. I, I feel like you disrespecting me by even calling that timeout. Don't touch me, period, let alone grab me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah. So I think he was wrong on that on that behalf. But the, the most wrong action of the whole entire thing was obviously Jawan extending his arm out and swinging. You can't do that. And uh, it's just... He's coming from like a former player like mindset. Like you gotta think, like he's a coach now, but at the end of the day, he had a long career in, in the NBA. I think he's from yeah. Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. So like his, his mindset and just like you know, like I think for that moment, like you said, when you get emotional, bro, you don't know what you might do, how you might react. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, I, it's been a time where I've acted out of character because I'm just upset or emotional, sad, whatever that emotion is. Right, you know, right. so I definitely don't want like the, the media you know, uh, uh, condemning Jawan as like a bad person or a bad I think overall he's a great leader. He's been, he's been very positive for Michigan, but in this one singular, you know, act, he definitely was tripping. You can't, you can't swing on, you can't swing on no coach, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? And the thing about it is, and we all know it and it's so cliche, you know, um, no matter what happened, you know, people are going to see what you did. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So like people are really pinpointing, what Juwan Howard did. They're not thinking about Wisconsin's coach. They're not thinking about what happened. They just see Juwan Howard throw a punch. So right. um, I'm just glad that, you know, it didn't come to a situation where they were get, getting rid of him, you know, exactly. indefinitely, you know, small fine, you know, he'll eat that, you know, what was it, about 40 K. Obviously it's a lot for a coach, but I think he'd be right. that take the five games and obviously the five games extends them through the season. So he'll be, 
you know, um, getting ready for um, tournament or wh- wherever they might end up. Yeah. yeah, wherever they might end up, essentially. So but that goes to, to everybody out there, man. Like, man, it's OK to take an L, man. Losses <laughs> teach you a lot. You know, everybody want to win, but the L's teach you more than anything. So, um, yeah, man, take that L, man. Come back and get better, man. Um, Let me ask you this real quick, Bolo. Uh, is there a situation in which a coach should have the green light to swing on, on another coach. Is there something you could think of? It got to be physical, bro. It got to be physical on physical, bro, for you to take that. Bro, you're a head coach, bro. So you got to eat a lot of the bullshit that come with being a head coach. You know what I'm saying? Because you, like mm-hmm. I said, you you are at the throne. So everybody is following your lead. Because it's like, you know, if I'm a player and my head coach pop off, then shit, I'm like, I got the green light to pop the fuck off then. Right, right. My coach doing it? I'm definitely on it. I'm definitely on it. I was just watching, I, I uh, ran the video back, and I was just watching how the players react once they seen Juwan Howard connect with Buddy. You know, yeah. obviously it wasn't crazy, but they seen it, and they was like, oh, yeah, it's time. I'll be on go, yeah. right. Yeah, you had a couple of them that was TTG for real, like just yeah. training to go, like, <laughs> on, on charge, so... You just can't do that because you're a leader. So everybody's going to follow your lead. So, you know, if you fall down, you know, everybody's going to be like, fuck it. We falling down with coach. So set the tone, man, and, you know, eat that. And, you know, how your players learn from that shit. I think you you hit the nail on the head as a head coach. You got to eat a lot lot of the the bullshit. And it's like, it's tough. You got to put that pride to the side because, yeah, you're a grown man. And, like, you know, you got to be responsible, mature, all that. But you're still a man. And it's like, I just wonder, like, if I'm a head coach and, like, another coach is, Walk up to me, call me out my name, you know, call me a bitch or yeah, just call me. Like, go ahead, chirp with him, chirp back. But <laughs> like I said, bro, it got to be. Obviously, Buddy did grab him, though. He it's did like, grab you him. know, you so, said physical. He probably felt, he that probably felt that that tension there. But at the same time, you know, I see, I see situations like that all the time when coaches, you know, connect with each other and they kind of grab each other or try to, you know, get somebody's attention and stuff. But it depends um, on, a, on the relationship, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, don't does. touch me. I don't know you. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But um, I just think with that, he could have he could have ate that. But to answer your question, though, <laughs> it, ha- it has to get crazy, though, for me to really, as a coach, buy into some shit where I'm like, okay, I don't give a fuck about this coaching shit now. I, it's my respect. I need to protect myself, protect my players, and do what I need to do. 100%, bro. 100%, man. Head coach, don't be out there fighting. Bolo, you coaching. Don't be out there. When, when, when Dub C, look, when, when Dub C, oh when Dub C beat y'all this year, this season coming up, go, don't go bro. out there fighting the coaches. Just, you know, take your L on the chin and move on. <laughs> you know, you know, I ain't going to get into that to that trash talk, but, you know, LC coming. We coming, bro. Hey, we've been waiting. We've been waiting. Been waiting. Hey, the biggest thing God always says is what? Have patience, young man. Have patience. Oh, hey, I'm gonna say this. I've been talking to I've been talking to my guys over there at Dub C, and, and and they said y'all been y'all been feeling good. Y'all feeling yourself. So that's we all I'm gonna say. Hey, keep we, keep hey, feeling. Hey, we, hey, we ain't keep feeling, feeling that. With them calluses on them hands, cause we've been grinding. Keep feeling that. And you think Dub C ain't grinding? I ain't said they wasn't. Bro. I'm just I, I'm, I'm gonna make it sure. I'm gonna make it sure, bro. Huh? You know what I'm I know, I know, I know the culture over there. I know what's going down over there. I, I, I might fly out. I might fly out and give them that pregame speech before they play y'all. Hey, you, 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 know, you, you know, if I do that, what's gonna happen? They might need it, bro. We not playing, bro. We not playing, bro. We not playing. It's, we coming, bro. We TTG too. We TTG, TTG for real. We train to go for real. We out the gate with it. You don't know what that means. So it's all good, man. We we'll talk about that as we get a little closer, though. But anyway, another sporting yeah. event that went down, man, on, on both sides, NFL and NBA, was the Pro Bowl and then the All-Star weekend. Um, a lot of negative talk uh, with the Pro Bowl specifically. Like, people were just saying, like, dinner, just scratch it. The guys are not playing hard. And from a player perspective, I get it. Like, this is the last game of the season. It doesn't mean anything. You're not trying to go out there and hurt yourself for the offseason. When people are trying to get contracts, people are trying to just – Relax right. and, and 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 you know from the long season, so it's hard to really motivate or inspire a player to go out there and play hard as hell. But at the same time, it's like, well, damn, like y'all out here playing two in touch with pad zone, like y'all not even. I've seen flag football be more physical than this, bro. And it, and it's like I get it, I get it. Like guys want to save their bodies, guys don't want to risk getting hurt. Mm-hmm. I understand that, but, but at the same time. They gotta they gotta do some type of alter altering to how shit is playing, bro. Like D line don't rush. 
you know, obviously they don't tackle people to the ground. Like it's literally like a like a thud, uh, a thud practice. Like, but, but them are not even thud even though, because you know third, we still kind of hit. We just don't take you down. Yeah, They're yeah, not even doing so, that. So to your point, like I feel like as a player, you definitely want to say your body. You know, your body is your investment. So you want to get the coins, whatever, whatever. But as a fan, um, you know, or as a as a creator, whoever is the in person in charge of creating the Pro Bowl, um, some changes got to be made, man. Like I much rather see then, you know, a fat man relay race or something than yep. a seven on seven game or something. So because if we playing like this, we might as well just turn it into like a flag game or something. So they yeah. really compete at the highest level and really get get the most out of it because guys not really running routes, guys not really running the ball. D-line not rushing, you know, it's just a it's just a show. Like it's not, it's not something that I would I would go and pay to see, you know. And obviously over the course of the years, you know, even translating to the NBA, you know, it's it's gotten worse and worse. Um yeah. and I don't know if it's just kind of the caliber of players and they're like, mm, fuck this, or if it's just like a situation where people are like, okay, this is the all-star game, you know. Let me just kind of relax, you know, get some R and R, you know, yeah, and, and and do my thing. Uh, but I I think it's it's still it's still a, a a great time though, and a great moment for these guys to be nominated to be all stars though. It's a big thing, so we can't just scrap it because right. a lot of people work to get to this point. I agree, I agree, bro. I, I I don't think you scrap it, and I'll talk about football first, then we'll talk about NBA. But I think in the NFL, like you said, has to be a way to where it just like create some fun competition amongst the players yeah. where, where, you know, and, and they've done a little bit of that. I saw Tyreek Hill and uh, with Micah Parsons and a couple others, like they did like a little 40 yard dash. Yeah, right, uh, right, right, But right. T- even then Tyreek didn't even fucking run. He didn't run for real. I'm like, what are you? And I think, I think he just was scared to lose. Cause like when, when you're known for your speed, you're kind of like in a lose, lose. Like if I win, you're supposed, to, supposed win. to win. If you lose, you lost. So he just like you know what I'm gonna just not try and use as my way to you know to get out. So I I I, I see what you're doing, Tyreek. But my point is like yeah, like maybe a fat man relay with the D line and O line. Uh, shoot, maybe a damn like maybe they do one on ones or something in between the seven oh seven just to bro, make we it. Take it all away, bro, bro. Put the D line O line hot dog eating contest or something, bro. Just something say that. that's entertaining, bro. Like something that just gets people to watching because. Or a wrestling contest, just some, yeah. yeah. If we think in a, a this type of football game is going to continue to curate curate viewers, absolutely not, bro. I think I watched all of five minutes of the game, bro, and was just like completely disgusted and just turned it off. Like it's just a waste of airspace. Yeah, the only way you're gonna get them to really play is, is if like the reward is crazy. Like they getting like the winning team gets a crazy bag, like. But don't but don't the winning team get a bag though? Don't they, they get I, a bag? I can't remember the exact. I don't know the exact amount, but I feel like it, it, it ain't it ain't enough it to ain't where it's like going, going ham for it, right? You know it what I mean? Going ham for so, so yeah. But let's talk about the NBA though. So the NBA All Star Game, it, in my opinion, it's not as bad as the Pro Bowl. Um, but I will say this: like they don't really play defense until like the last yeah, they, like quarter, last half. So they're just running down the court, scoring at will. Uh, but basketball is a different sport, so even in that. It's like you're still seeing still some cool dunks and yeah, it's still a little bit of entertainment. Yeah, you know, Steph made fucking what was it like 16? Was 11? Maybe I, he he made hella threes and he had 50 points. <laughs> so it was still like, damn, this guy's amazing. Just watching him shoot. So it was still like it's a little different. But um, I think with the NBA, the main thing for them is the damn dunk contest. That was the worst dunk contest that I can remember watching in my oh, lifetime. My entire being. I'm 29 years old. Yes. And I've seen some ones that haven't been so good. That was by far the worst one. And it was bad because I'm they like, kept missing. Jalen Green can jump out the motherfucking gym. So I was I was on my high horse about him. I was like, he, he got he, crazy he bunnies. He about to win this shit like easy enough. Like, and it was just like. They they couldn't get they couldn't get the airtime. It was taking too long to dunk. The dunks didn't wasn't really creative. And like it was so funny to just see how Dwayne Wade and and Reggie uh, Miller, Reggie and, uh, Miller Kenny and them, yeah, and Kenny the Jet was just dogging their ass. Like <laughs> uh, Kareem got up and left. He said, "I'm out. He's, I can't do this." You know, Shaq was pissed off. So it's like, you know, you get to the point where like somebody said on uh on Facebook like the ancestors are mad. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like people are just getting mad, bro. Like you got you got some of these some of these ghosts that are watching watching the dunk contest, 
really looking at it in shame. And I just think for me, bro, I'm going to give you my thought process on it and tell me if I'm tripping or not. Mm -hmm. So obviously you got the advisory board, right? You had like David Robinson, um, you had the judges, Dr. you mean, Dr. J, yeah, Dr. Yeah, J, yeah, 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 yeah the, the, the judges, right? So Isaiah Thomas, yeah, Isaiah yeah, Thomas, you got all those guys up there, you know, being able to judge the judge the dunk. So before we actually get to that point, it should be like an advisory board to clear the dunks before they actually get to that point. You know oh. what I'm saying? Because like people are out here probably trying dunks that they probably try once or twice. Like, I don't really think people are actually practicing those dunks. Well, at least this, this group that just- This did. group definitely didn't. Yeah, they, they're not practicing none of those dunks. So it's like, for you to take up so much time to not have a time limit and you missing these dunks, like you thinking about what you should do and stuff, like you should have at least four or five dunks that you got practice out, how the advisory board do it. You know what I'm saying? Look at them, get them clear. And then you will present that shit to the judges and obviously America when you actually do the dunk, that'll, I think that'll kind of clean it up a little bit. It'll make the dunk contest more efficient and we'll know what we'll, we'll be getting. Like you shouldn't be walking away without fucking at least dunking the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they got to give them a time limit. They got to give them uh one guy. Obviously the rules was like, if you touch the rim, that consider, that's considered a dunk. One attempt, guy was right. like just jumping in the air. He jumped in the air like five, 50 times, bro. Just getting tired. Right. It was like, tired. damn. But hey, bro, I've never heard you have. That's a very interesting take. I've never heard someone say that about the advisory board. That's uh, I'm just sitting there thinking about. It. So just for clarity, so like for example, let's say I was in the duck contest, I would basically like would I record like a video of what I'm planning on doing, and then like show right. it to the advisory board, get it get it clear that I can actually do the shit that I'm trying to do, right? And then right. yeah, go ahead. Exactly. So I don't want to. I don't want to have it where like people are giving away their dunks too early. This advisory board, it's kind of like, like some exclusive shit, right? So like- Illuminati type shit, yeah. Are only seeing these dunks. And you got to present us with maybe the three or four dunks that you are going to use in the dunk contest. And then we're like, boom, let's go. So I know as an advisory board, I know what we're getting out of the dunk contest. So the expectations can be there. Um, mm. I just think, bro, it was, it's, it's, it's just out of hand, bro. Like it was out of order how, how that shit went down, bro. Like- and I get it. A lot of people are in-game dunkers. So, you know, in the mode, fast break and stuff like that. So, like, the premeditated shit is probably not the best for some of those dunkers. Um, so. Well, don't join the dunk contest, then. My thought is that I agree with you on the time limit. They need to bring that back. They used to have a time limit. Um, that needs to come back. Because, like, after a while, you just lose the excitement. Ooh. It's like, bro, like, what you know, crowd not into it. Motherfuckers texting. They on Facebook. They on Twitter. And nobody watching this. So I think a time limit needs to, needs to happen. But more importantly, I want the stars back in the dunk contest. So bro, what do you got to do to get the stars back Morant, in? Morant should have been in the dunk contest. Bro, the, the, the all-star game, the dunks he did there was the best dunks I've seen all weekend. Bro, exactly, bro. But I will I will say, though, like somebody like Jalen Green, though, he can fucking he can dunk the yeah, ball, bro. Can. I don't know what he was on, bro. I was so disappointed. In I was guy. pissed because I had them winning too. I feel like they legs were shot. I feel like they all were just turning up, bro. Let's be yeah, real, bro. Yeah, that they was, they was, that was all inclusive with it, bro. They was drinking, yeah, eating. Bro. They in Cleveland. They they shit. They they out there with they in Glenville. They out there. With the bums, bro. They out there drinking Rossi with the posse. Yeah, they they out there lit. That's why they legs yeah. wasn't they couldn't jump. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly if it's a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every single day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's all you got to do. Disclaimer, these symptoms have not been evaluated by the Drug and Food Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. Yeah, bro. So it, they just need to do something about it. Um, obviously, LeBron with the game winner. It's so funny to see, like, 
So Steph got booed. Yeah. Um, in Cleveland, they respect, booed him. respect, respect them. Right. Put up, you know, put up crazy numbers. One MVP. They showed him love. Yeah. And then I seen something that that was talking about LeBron James and his son teaming up. You know, obviously when he gets to the league, that was LeBron James' goal. Yeah. But then, you know, the 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 Golden State Warriors picking up. Oh, I saw that little post. And them teaming up together and shit. I said, that would be stupid. I mean, yeah. I mean, LeBron told him straight up, like, whoever drives my son, like, I'm going to figure it I'm out. I don't care about money. money. I take minimal contract. Um, so we'll up. see. <laughs> Whatever market, he he in that bitch. That would be it. Let me ask you this. And, and, and this was off script. We didn't even plan for this. But since you, you just brought it up. You're a father. You got two boys. How do you feel about LeBron kind of publicly just putting that out there that, like, 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 I'm not in. Basically, he said I'm not ending my career until I play. Like I, I get to play in the league with my son. Basically, what he said. Like yeah. if my son get drafted, like I'm staying in the league until I know if he's getting drafted or not. And if he does get drafted, I'm playing at least a season with him before I leave. Do you feel like that's too much added pressure? Do you feel like that should be like a private conversation? Um, yeah, how do you, as a father, how do you feel? I, I, I don't have a problem with it because I'm assuming that LeBron and Bronny have had plenty of talks about what he wants to do, what, what Bronny's goals are. He clearly is playing for one of the best high schools um, in, in, in the nation right now at uh, Sierra Canyon. So it's clear that, that Bronny loves basketball and wants to play it. So I'm assuming his goal is to go to the league anyway. But I'm just wondering, like, you know, you're LeBron James. You're arguably what some people believe as the GOAT. So, like, you saying that, and, like, imagine you, like, being his son and, like, damn, like, shit, I, I better get drafted. Like, my dad's trying to stay until I until I get drafted. So, like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's pressure, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, I think it's pressure, but I think it's positive pressure, though, bro. Mm. Like, bro, it's so funny when you see all these players, like, you know, I think about LeVar Ball and yeah. how LeVar Ball was, like, just putting that shit out there, like, in the universe of, like, what his kids were going to do, where his kids was going to be and the success that they were going to have. And I think that's just LeBron just putting his kid on that pedestal. Like, yeah, my kid going to the league. And I think for, for Bronny, that's probably added motivation for him. Like, okay, my dad is putting me in this position, you know, uh, you know, mentally saying it out, putting it out there. So I just got to go get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, would I want to play with my kid? I probably, I probably would though, if I had the opportunity to play with my kid in the NBA. I and probably would too. You know, <laughs> Why not? I can't pass up that, that, that time to play with my kid. I don't know what that dynamic will look like though, as far as playing with them, but just to be on the same team with them, you know, at the highest level is dope. Now I will say this though. Um, I am a second child. Uh-oh. So I probably will feel some type of way if I'm, if I'm, you know, LeBron's second son, Ooh. you know, um, just cause it's like, damn dad, like I want to play with you too. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, obviously Bronny is at the height of his, you know, high school career right now. Um, and you know, what's his name? Maximus. Um, I, yeah, I feel bad. I don't, know, I don't even know. I don't even know that LeBron's. I knew it. I, I, I'd be forgetting. Uh, Bri- is it Bryce? Bryce. I was about to say Bryce. Maximus. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Keep going though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, um, I feel some type of way if I was the second kid. Cause it's like, damn, I want to play. I want to play with my dad too. You know it's Bryce. I mean? Yeah, it's Bryce Maximus James. Yep. Yeah, Bryce. Yeah, I said Maximus. Yep. So, like, I just think, you know, I would feel some type of way if I was him. But it's funny because Savannah was like, watch out, watch out for Bryce because he's going to be nice too. So, mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely would see Bryce taking that as extra motivation too to be like, I'm really about to get to it. You ain't say my like, name. Like, like Serena did. I don't know if you saw the uh, King yeah. Richard. Serena yeah. was like, all right. You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah, I, me respect out. to my sister, like, of course. Like, I love my sister, but, hey, I'm over here. I'm over here motivated. So Facts. that's a good so. point, being that second that second child, man, for sure, bro. Uh, going back real quick uh, about, like, actually being in the locker room, playing with your son. Like, so I agree with you that if I had the opportunity that, yeah, I would definitely want to do that from a father perspective. But if I'm the son, I don't know if I want to play with my pops, though, bro. Like, I want to be in the locker. Like, I'm in the locker room. I want to kind of just, I want to talk about what I'm talking about. I want to do what I'm what I'm trying to do, and like even as a grown man, that's still pops. Like you still ain't really trying to like you exactly. know what I mean. A little bit of sensory to what you got going on, um, and then like if I'm if I'm teammate and that's like I got like a little problem with Bronny. Like now it's like the whole dynamic is weird. Like if I say no, something to Bronny, now Bron man, no, you have my son. That's a whole little it's a weird dynamic, bro. I don't know. 
But we did see something similar when Doc Rivers coached, you know, uh, coached Austin Rivers uh, for yeah. the Clippers. Coaching player, a little different dynamic um, than player, player, obviously. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. But I, I feel LeBron, as a, as a father, you definitely want to do that as a, as a son. I don't know, daddy. Like, let me do my thing. You know what I mean? Like, let me separate myself from you a little bit. Let, let, let me build my, like, who Bronny is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so. Man, it's funny. Um, since we own, like, the conversation, uh, we were talking about LeBron and how he's putting his kid on the pedestal. Like, when, you know, when my son gets to league, I'm going to play with him, LeVar Ball. Man, I don't know if you've seen the Kanye West documentary yet. Like, the I did. first one. I ain't gonna lie, I'm inspired too, by the way, but keep, but keep bro, going. inspired, bro. The fact that this man probably didn't have over $100 in his pocket the time when they first started shooting the documentary, bro, is mind-blowing to me, bro. And it's like, he knew when he knew when he was gonna be successful, bro. So he like, let me just start recording. Like, people need to see this, bro. And I'm so excited to, to just to kind of be here to realize how much film they captured on 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 Kanye bro from literally it's like 98 I think was the first little yeah, bro, the like, little party at um uh who's they at was it um who party was they at? it don't matter but like from like 98 early 2000 yeah. uh, I think he was at like a Jermaine Dupree Jermaine Dupree yep Jermaine Dupree uh and he was with some some dudes from Harlem and whatever whatever and yeah he was just like I'm Kanye like from Chicago like woo woo, woo like talking his shit, bro. And it's so funny, like, for people who don't know Kanye, and obviously the media always has a way of spinning stuff, yep. like, they make it seem like, you know, his thought process and what he does is is the reason, you know, is like he's Illuminati or it's Kim Kardashian and stuff. Man, that guy been like that, bro. Like, yeah. he been just, you know, over the top, you know, very confident, you know, and he been a God-fearing dude, like, yep. you know, and his mom, his mom was instilling that shit into him too. Like, that's what I was trying to tell people, like, you know, my dog lost his mom, and I feel like that's when he really kind of went went a little bit left. Yeah. But at the same time, Kanye is still Kanye, though. He's still going to go against the grain. He even said it. Like, he like, if somebody tell me I can't do something, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to purposely try to do it that way just to show him that I can do that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, like, yeah, it kind of speaks to who he is, man. But like you said, bro, I was d- stupid expired. I think he got the um, the second one dropping. Either today yeah. or tomorrow. Tomorrow, like midnight, bro. I can't wait, bro. Cause I, like, I, I watched that, bro, and I, I feel like I share some of uh Kanye's mindset at least in terms of like, um, like, like what you just said. When someone say I can't do something, there's something inside of me, a certain fire where it's oh. like, oh, I got, I, I'm gonna prove your ass wrong. You know what I'm saying? And uh, but the main thing I took from that is just that self belief. Like you said, he was getting turned down. He was in a, there's a clip. He's in like Rockefeller Studio trying to get signed. He putting his tape in there, rapping to, to the ladies there, and they not really paying attention. And he just spitting. And like he getting denied. People, you know, people ain't really rocking him as a rapper, just as a producer. And he kept going, bro. Kept going. It's so long that it looked like we. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. With single spit. black female addicted to retail. Tell. Come on now. I know you was a spy Chicago. I know you was like. Man. He bro, walking just, through the same city you walked in, the same hood, the same areas, bro. Harold's chicken, all that, bro. And, and he a billionaire, bro. With a B, a bro. multi-billionaire, not just one. He got a couple on. With a dream, though, with some perseverance, bro, with some consistency, bro. Just that grind factor, bro. He, he there, bro. And then I just love how his mom, it, it almost looked like they was editing it the way the mom was just kind of speaking that life into that she man. was, bro. She was speaking life into that dude, bro. Like, and that was probably the most inspiring thing that I seen, bro. When like they would just show his mom on there, and his mom would just look at him, gassing him about his chain and how cool his chain looked, yeah. talking about different rhymes and stuff that he had, and like, and she knew the rhyme. She was like rapping it to yeah. him, and I'm like, okay, she really support her yeah. son. Like, she know the rap, bro. And then Kanye is just like I was just watching Kanye when his mom was around. Like, he just. Felt so humble, like he yes. just dropped his head, like and just respect, listened, bro. Like it's just, yeah, bro. It's just that love, bro. And I'm like, like my kids get older, like I'm, I'm just instilling the game into them, like nothing yeah. but confidence, bro. Like that's all she said was like, I knew what Kanye was, bro. And you know, from that, from that point on, like I'm just trying to continue to make him the better person that he he's trying to be. Yeah, like that's love, he bro. even asked her because she was making, she was like talking about like confidence and being cocky and whatever and finding that line he was like he was like you know do you think i'm overconfident or whatever she was like no i think i think you're perfect i think you're right exactly where you're supposed to be you know and it was something she said about like like giants don't see themselves when they look when they look in the mirror it was something like that she was like other people see giants like when they look at but the the giant himself don't and i was like man that was some deep like 
That's some deep level stuff, you know what I'm saying? It, it was something about the way I took it is like, even though you're a giant and you're you're bigger, larger than than figure, you know, you still got your feet on the ground, so you you still grounded and you never forget what that foundation is. Even as you grow, you get big and all that. You, you don't necessarily like you know how big you you know you a giant, but you're not necessarily letting that that vision of where of, of where you at now yeah, overshadow yeah. the foundation that, that that's what built you. And um, yeah, man, shout me if y'all ain't seen it yet. Y'all got to tune in, man. Great. It's only the first episode. I think it's like three parts or four parts. Yeah. And uh, it was amazing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah man. bro. bro. It's love, bro. I love it's it. Love. I mean, it's true. Do you got, I want to put you on the spot, but I know we closing out the show. You got any words of wisdom on the spot, man? We, we got any bolo? Uh, uh, uh. I know I'm putting you on the spot. I'm, I'm killing time right now, so you can think. I might start rapping like I'm skating at the rink. You try Whoa. to look at me, you better Whoa. not blink. Because you mess with me, yeah, your ship going to sink because you know I'm going to win. Money oh. to spend. You know I'm running around and I win in the end. You know I'm in L.A. from the NAP. I'm like John Cena. You boys can't see me. You got some words oh. of wisdom, man. Talk to me. Man, look this, man. Now you got me want to spit. Nah, I ain't, ain't spit no more. You know you lost. I still got that thing. I ain't got it. So, hey. Hey, man. Friends, family, listeners of the Porsche Podcast coming to you live and direct. Letting y'all know we still in the first quarter uh, of the year right now. All right. Still got a lot of game left to play. Obviously, there are a lot of situations in the first quarter that maybe got you benched. A lot of situations where you missed a few shots, missed a few layups, even got crossed up a little bit. But that don't mean nothing because you got three quarters left and you got to finish the first quarter strong. So, hey, with that being said, hey, we always can start over. We heading in to March. You know what I mean? We finna end the first quarter, going to the second quarter. So it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Obviously, we're gonna be in the middle of this thing. So we're gonna rock it together, man. Blessed, highly favored, man. Stay prayed up, be patient, wait for what's yours. Show love, show gratitude, you'll get favor. All right, peace, love, and blessings. It's your boy Bolo. You already know we on the porch, and you know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog. It's your boy D-Mail, man. You know where to find us, man. Follow us on everywhere. Follow the Porch Podcast underscore on Instagram. Follow me and Bolo on, on our pages, man. Subscribe. We have, we on Spotify. We on uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube. Believe we everywhere. Literally, there's no excuses. Everywhere. You follow, send, tell a friend, or tell a friend, or tell a friend, man. We out. Peace. Every day we got it in. We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy. We achieving everything we need. Now we undefeated. If we link, no, it's only business. If we get to speak and leave them speechless. I did things for free, but now it costs to see me. When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me. Just don't plot to sneak me. I'ma see it. I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated. <laughs>